Welcome back, everyone, to the TNT Podcast here with Tate and Timmy. Today, we're going to get into the free agency. I, I know everyone, you have seen the free agency talks. We're going to go through pretty much every deal that has happened, and we're going to give our thoughts and what we think and how that will affect each and every team. So, with not further ado, here we go. And to start it off, um, we got Draymond Green, uh, four-year, 100-mil contract, staying with the Warriors. Me and Timmy both thought that he would stay there. Timmy, what are your thoughts on that? Overpaid, underpaid? Um, you know, I like it a lot. I didn't, you know, you could just see Draymond staying in a Warriors jersey. Um, and Moses Moody had a Moses Moody for the Warriors. He was talking in the interview yesterday during the Warriors summer league game. He said how Draymond Green is like a really good veteran over there, and he teaches the players a lot. Um, and just like a lot more than just like on the court too. Like he builds really good relationships over there um, in Golden State. And I think it's going to be good for them, you know, like relationship wise, like off the court type stuff. I think it's really good that Draymond's staying over there and uh, he can teach a lot of the young players some stuff. So, yeah, I'm really, uh, I, I like that a lot for the Warriors. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you pretty much said everything. Like we all know how great he is with the team. And I personally couldn't see him in any other uniform than the Warriors. <laughs> And then, I mean, the next one, uh, we go over to the Cavs. Karis LeVert, two-year, $32 million deal. Um, I think that's a great bench piece. It's a great six-man that you got to keep for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's a scorer. He's a spark. What do you think about that signing? Yeah, like like you said, like he is really good off the bench. Um, he watched a playoff series against the Knicks. Um, it was just like a great score, and he was an option they could fall to if they like were cold for a little bit. Um, he averaged, you know, 12 points per game, shot 40% from three. And he's just an overall, just like a really good player. Like I would love to have him on the Sixers, you know, just off the bench like that. So it's a really good pickup for the Cavs. Yeah. Now we got Kyle Kuzma, a four-year, $102 million deal with the Wizards. He got paid $25 million a year. Um, in my opinion, it doesn't look like he's worried about winning. Um, he's going to get that money, and he's just going to stay in Washington. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Oh, so then we go to the next one. Uh, Bruce Brown. What, this was a big signing. Uh, two-year, $45 million with the Pacers. He, he played very well in the playoffs. Um, two-year, $45 million. That might be a little overpaid, but the Pacers, they don't have pretty much no one else to pay for. What do you think about that one? Yeah, Bruce Brown, I mean, you've seen it like all through the playoffs. He was a really good player off the bench for them. Um, you know, he was just a good floor general um, really like hus- hustled a lot, uh, good energy. Um, I think that's a good resign. Like you said, it was a little bit overpaid. I agree with that, but, um, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, you know, they're good. They, that, that's what they got. Bruce Brown off the bench is what works for them. So, I mean, might as well keep him. Yeah. I mean, you just, you got to take what you can get, you know, you, you know, you're not going to get some of these big talent guys at Indiana. So, I mean, Hey, if you got the money, you might as well spend it. And then we go to Jeremy Grant staying with the Blazers, a five-year, hundred sixty million dollars. He's getting paid around thirty-two million dollars a year. Do you remember when Jeremy Grant was on the Sixers? I mean, it's it's great to see him develop. Uh, when he was on the Sixers, he was younger, but it's it's great to see him how developed he got, how how much better he got, and now he's getting paid that. Yeah, um, developed a lot. Playing, starting to, you know, he's really playing like a star. Damn, there an all star. Averaging twenty, um, yeah, he's a he's a great player. He's a player that I think can guard and match up with anybody on the court. He can contain. He has really good defense. 
obviously can score the ball. So, you know, that's a great signing for the Blazers. And then we know about the Chris Dasperzinkas deal, but he signed a two-year, $60 million extension. Um, me personally, I'm fine with that. Um, I, I'm not high on Chris Dasperzinkas. Uh, he's a rim protector. Yeah, he's on the Celtics. He'll make them bigger. But giving him $30 million is uh, – I'm okay with that as a Sixers fan. You can give him that much money and lose out on some other pieces. What do you think? I agree they're going to lose out on some other pieces, but I really – like, I am high on Chris Dasperzinkas. Like, I watched him last season a lot. He's a player that – I like to see like play, and I don't know. He's just there's something about him. He scores the ball. He's confident. Uh, he can shoot. You know, he's just tall. He's a rim protector. I, I'm scared, but I mean, the thing is that they gave up Marcus Smart for him, basically. So it's like at the same time, it's a win. Like they have to give up Marcus Smart, which I'd rather have them give up Marcus Smart and get Chris Stops. But I don't think it's that much of a bad deal for them, you know, to get Chris Stops because I don't know. Just something about his scoring ability is makes me nervous as a Sixers fan. Yeah, so that's what I was just about to ask you. So do you think they're better now with Chris Stass or worse or worse with not worse but not as good as they could have been with Marcus Smart? I think when they need that player on the court to give them the energy and keep everybody, you know, like you were watching the all playoff series, especially in the Sixers, like he was always, you know, being the energy guy, being the hustle guy and he was always making sure everybody was good with the mental and stuff, you know. Did something calm down when there was bad calls, you know. Stuff like that goes a long way in games, especially when it's close. So I think in games like that, they'd definitely rather have Marcus Smart. I think Marcus Smart would be better to have than Chris Stapps. So overall, I think I'm happier that they got Chris Stapps than Marcus Smart. But I don't think, like, other times, like when Chris Stapps gets hot and he starts hitting those catch-and-shoot threes, it's going to be bad. But, you know, both both ways the Celtics are going to be a really good team again. And that's just, yeah, that's what they're going to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how they were, will be without, like, a big floor general Marcus Smart. You see him on the defensive side, and then he was pretty much the point guard for them. So it will be definitely interesting to see. But now we can get into another deal with the Cavs. George's bang-bang kneeing. Um, Three-year, $26 million deal as the Sixers. I mean, I love George's kneeing, but we just – we can't afford to give him that much money. <laughs> like, it, it, I would have loved to bring him back. Um. He was funny out there. He was one of those guys that get up into people's faces. If you don't recall, I, some of you guys out there, but uh, when Ben Simmons came back, he got all up into Ben Simmons' face. Um, he's just one of those Philly grip players. But as a Sixers fan, you you hate to see him go, but you we can't pay him that much money. What do you have to say about that? You know, I agree and disagree. You know, sometimes I love the minivan out there on the court. Like you said, he is like a Philly type of player, like the way that he would get up in people's face. I agree with that completely. But, man, sometimes when I would just watch him play defense on the court, man, it was just making me mad. Like, he couldn't keep up with nobody. Like, so I'm not mad that we're not getting him back. But, like, you know, sometimes just, like, the way he was, like, his personality and stuff. And, like, he said, the way he got people's face. Like, I enjoyed that. And when he was hitting his threes, I would like him out there on the court. But when he wasn't hitting and he couldn't play defense, I mean, it really just made me mad, especially in some close games. Oh, yeah, trust me. I, I won't miss – that part, seeing people just blow right past them. But to have one of those shooters out there that can hit a shot once in a while, I mean, it's, it's hard to come by for the Sixers, it seems like. But they'll, they'll have pieces to replace him. He's mm-hmm. not he's an easy, replaceable guy, I would say. Yeah. Then we go over to the Dallas Mavericks. Kyrie Irving, three-year, 126 mil, $42 million. Um, for what I've seen on Twitter and stuff, it looked like the Mavs were the only one that were offering him. Um. 
Kyrie Irving is a hated player in the NBA, but I love that guy. Um, I I don't know what it is. I loved him since he was on the Cavs. Um, I I've been loving him ever since. I love his game. He's flashy. He can make all the right plays. And when his head's in it, he's a guy. So he's getting paid that good money. You hope to see him be the next him and Luca be able to play together. What do you think about that deal? I agree. Like completely. Like the Mavs, you know, obviously an underperforming season last year. But Kyrie didn't come till like later than halfway through the season. So, you know, if he keeps his head in it, I think he's up there with any point guard. Like, I think he can play yeah. with anybody, including Steph yeah. Curry. Like, I think he can play with anybody. Um, Like, like I agree. I started loving him after, you know, started watching the 2015-2016 NBA Finals, and that was when I really liked. Started liking Kyrie. Um, and he's just – he's a great player, and he has – his defense isn't a liability, but he got good – like, everything about him, and he's really smart, too. He got good handles. He can shoot everything he has. He just needs to keep his head in the game. Um, and, you know, I love watching the Mavericks play. Like, Luka and Kyrie, I like that. But sometimes, I don't know, they just get cold. But I honestly hope for the Mavericks that they have a good season this year because I like watching those two play, and I'm really high on Kyrie Irving as well. Yeah. Uh, the next one we don't got to spend much on, regular role player. Joe Ingles goes with the Magic. Uh, veteran player, he'll, he'll put some experience with the Magic, but he won't change much. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. It's not really going to change anything over there. Chris Middleton, three-year, 102 with the Bucks. A lot of questions if he was going to stay, not stay, older guy, injury problems, getting paid $34 million a year. Um, I didn't think he was going to stay. I thought he would have went, but the Bucks, they, they gave him the money, so. Yeah, Um. I mean, honestly, for me, I think he's going to start declining now. Um, and which I enjoy that as a Sixers fan in the Eastern Conference. I don't think Chris Middleton's going to be his all-star self anymore. I don't think he's going to see another all-star game. Um, you know, injuries, like you said, they might start getting to him, especially because he's getting older. This is going to be his 11th year in the league. Um, I think he's going to be on a decline. I'm not saying he's going to be a, necessarily a bad player, but I don't know. I just don't think that he's going to be an all-star like he was. I think it's, he's going to start falling off a little bit. Then we go over to the Spurs. Uh, Trey Jones, two year, twenty mil, ten, ten million a year. I think that's a good, um, good contract for him. Trey Jones is a young point guard out of Duke. Um, he's a really smart basketball player. He doesn't get a lot of attention because he's on the Spurs and they're not the best. But when you watch that guy play the game, he's a true point guard. Gets his shooters the ball, gets his team involved, and it's gonna be fun to see him and um Wemby in the pick and roll. Yeah, I agree. I love watching these um young energy guys. Trey Jones was one of my favorite players, you know, to watch, especially like just on like um like watching their, his college and like not even just his NBA, just like how he plays the game. He's really smart, like you said. I just, I just love these young energy point guards. Like I don't know, there's just something about them that I love watching them um play basketball. Um like you said he's going to play with Wemby. Um if Wemby doesn't play like how whatever he was doing last night, you know, he can be good. So I know we're doing free agency right now, but I need to know what you think about his performance last night. <laughs> it's his first game. I know he's getting a lot of hate, but I mean, like I said, like I said in the other podcast, I don't think he's gonna be that good. I, I well, it's not that he's not gonna be that good. It's just he. There's so much comparisons to LeBron James and people like that, where he will never be close to that. Um, I don't see, I don't see him being. More than a three-time All-Star. I don't think he'll be a four-time, five-time All-Star, All-NBA guy. Maybe he can get an All-Defensive play, uh, all Defensive Player of the Year, All-Defense, because he, he is a good rim protector. But other than that, I don't see much 
coming after that. Yeah, I was crying yesterday, like crying, laughing, watching him play. Like he just looked so like not like his footwork just looked terrible. Like when he would get in the post, he would be so focused on trying to like move people because he's not strong enough that he would just yeah. lose his balance and lose the ball. Um, I disagree though. I think like because I think the NBA is a little bit of a name game. I think just because like all he has coming in, he will be more than just a three-time All Star. I think you know he could be. I think he has potential still, but I'm not saying he's going to be bad, but it, like you said, it's just like the LeBron James comparison. It's going to put a perspective in people's minds that he yeah. has to be that good or else he's not good at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I think he's going to be decent, but I don't know. Watching him last night, it was bad, man. It got you think he, do you think he gets rookie of the year? I want Brandon Miller to get it. Like, I really love watching him last year. Like, last year was, like, my first year where I was really into college basketball, and Brandon Miller was, like, that guy. So, like – I don't know. But, I mean, Brandon Miller's been struggling just as much, though. I know. That's what I'm saying. So, So, like, I don't know. And, like, Amen Thompson just got hurt. Scoot Henderson just got hurt. Like. But those guys were hooping. To be Uh, honest, Scoot was playing well. Yeah, he was. If Chet Holmgren – Chet Holmgren counts, right? Yeah, he is. He he might come get that thing, bro. Chet Holmgren. That's my God. I was hounding him last year, too. He put on 13 pounds. I don't know. He may be able to get that rookie of the year. But yeah, yeah let's keep going in this free agency. Gabe Vincent, three year, thirty three million dollars to Lakers. I love that deal. Uh, he's a scorer. He's a little like he he has him on and off games, but I think that's a really good pickup for the Lakers. Another guy that can come off the bench and score. Yeah, um, everybody saw him in the finals. That's when he really got the show. I mean, there's only two teams left. That's what everybody was watching. Um, Gabe Vincent, you know, he's just a really good gen- floor general. He hits the shots when it's open. He's gonna hit it. Um, great, you know, just like I said, energy guy. Um, yeah, coming off the bench is going to be very, very good. Then we got sad to say, two year, ten million dollar with the Timberwolves. Man, man, man! I wanted to see him with Nick Nurse, see him get pivotal sixth man, seventh man minutes, backup point guard. Man, I wanted to see him on the Sixers. You hate I, I hate to see that guy go. I thought I thought Shake was a baller. Um, when he had his chances to play, he played. Um, got Doc Rivers' doghouse cause with a couple turnovers, and, and Doc Rivers just never liked him. Yeah, um, I can't like agree anymore. Like when I saw this come up on my feed, you know, on my phone, I was just like sad. Like it, Doc Rivers really messed it up. If Doc Rivers didn't. Not playing him like as <laughs> last year, he would still be in Philly right now. I mean, he wasn't given a chance. I mean, you saw him, you know, when he was playing, he was getting buckets. Like, I agree a thousand percent. Like, it's as a Sixers fan, like, this just sucks. Like, I really wish he would have been able to play with Nick Nurse. Now we go to the Pelicans, Herb Jones, four year, 54 million deal. I'm really high on Herb Jones. I, he does not get the the looks that he should on a defense end. This dude is a spectacular defender. I mean, he can guard three through four, five, two, even one. Um, he's a big athletic guy. Um, he can shoot here and there. I mean, he's definitely going to develop his shot more, getting paid that much that much money, but I, I'm high on him. He's a really good defensive player. Yeah, I mean, that's what's really undervalued in today's, you know, game of basketball. When you got these defensive guys that can make stops like that, like when the Sixers have Matisse Thibel, he would give them some momentum. And just like Herb Jones, like you said, he can guard the one through five. You know, he can, he's just a really good defender. Um, 
over there, you know, New Orleans is going to be good. Um, I'm really excited for that young Pelicans team, and he's definitely going to be a really, really big, important piece for them. Then we got Fred Van Fleet, three-year, $130 million with the Rockets. Uh, $40 million for Fred Van Fleet is out of that – is, that is crazy. Um, he's lucky the Rockets <laughs> suck, and they don't have no one else to pay. But I, by far, which we'll get into uh, later with the Dylan Brooks contract, I think the Rockets – I think the Rockets had a great draft, and then they just messed up their offseason with the signings. Um, yeah. But if you, if you got to pay the money and there's no one else, I mean, I guess so, but – Jeez, they paid some guys lots of money that I don't think are going to have an impact at all. Yeah, um, shout out to Driving's article if you read it. You know, he was talking about this was the worst uh, signing through the offseason. Um, that's a lot of money to Fred Van Vliet, man. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, that's crazy, man. Like, I don't even know what to say. It's just absurd. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, man. And then, um, we go to the Lakers again. Cam Reddish, uh, multi-deal, um, veteran minimum. I, I like Cam Reddish. Um, he hasn't been on the best teams. I think he'll. I think he'll play well with the Lakers. Um, good, good piece off the bench. You might gotta remember he's still like six five, can shoot the ball, et cetera. He's um he start he's a three and D, which you need in the league. I think he'll. Play, I think he'll be a good fit with the Lakers. Um, I don't know. I just don't see it with Cam. Like I, I like Cam Reddish, but I don't know. I just feel like he might not get that much burn. And I don't know. I just don't see it with Cam Reddish. There's just something about him that I don't really. I'm telling you, man, he, he's going to come on the scene. It, you know you know who a lot of people are saying that about also? Who's Reed that? Hachimura. And then he got to the Lakers, and look what he did. Yeah, that's I'm what telling you. Le- LeBron saved those careers, and that was yeah. going to be the next person. Reed Le- Hachimura, three-year, 51 mil. He got paid because he played, but. I, I feel like that can happen with Cam Reddish. I feel like if he can get onto the Lakers, get the right people around him, something like that can happen. Yeah, I mean, that can definitely happen, especially with LeBron. But there's just something about Cam Reddish. You know, like, I don't know. I'm going to have to see, though. I think the Lakers, though, is the best chance for him to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's the best chance that he'll yeah. be given playing with LeBron. But I don't know. It's just something about it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely one of those, like, 50-50. So. Yeah. Then we had Dennis Schroeder, two-year, $26 million deal with the Raptors. I think they have a good roster, and that's a good pickup for them. Uh, I think that's good to replace Fred Van Fleet because um, you, you still got Pascal, OG Ananabu, Scotty Barnes, um, and then you got Chris Boucher. So uh, they have the roster there. Um, that I, I like that pickup for them. Yeah, um, Dennis Schroeder, he's been, like, one of my favorite players, like, our point guards. Just like always watching, like I just feel like he's every time he's on, he's a really good role player. Um, I think it's a great pickup for the Raptors. You know, like there's just something about Dennis Schroeder, like the teams that he plays on. I mean, like he's just a really smart guy, like and he's always able to, you know, kind of get the best out of his bigs that he runs, you know, pick and rolls with and stuff like that. So I I agree. I think it's a good uh, signing for the Raptors. And then we got Derrick Rose with the Grizzlies. Um. I think he can get a couple minutes. I th- I still think he has a little bit burn in him. Tom Thibodeau, uh, I'm not really high on his coaching. I don't think he's a great coach, but I think he's still got a little something in him. I, I think he's going to install – he's going to mentor the heck out of John Morant. I think that's going to be the best thing that ever happened to John Morant is Derrick Rose. And Derrick Rose is back in Memphis where he played his college ball. So, I mean, it's always fun to see Derrick Rose out there on the court. 
Yeah, I mean, as much as I want to say, like, I think he's going to do, like, something, I just, you know, just probably not going to, like, like you said, he might get a couple minutes, but besides that, I'm like, you know, no expectations. Yeah. Just, you don't expect him to average 15 points. I, I really think he's there just to mentor Jaw, get him right. Because yeah. Jaw is, Jaw is Jaw, man. He can be really good. Yeah. Max Drews, four years, $64 million deal with the Cavs. Uh, I think that's overpaying for the Cavs. I like the Chris LeVert pickup. I like the George's Neang pickup for them, but then you just pay $64 million to Max Drews, which is questionable in my eyes. Yeah, I agree. Um, Sometimes when I was, was watching Max Drews play, like, he was just pulling it, and he was just feeling like he was, like, him for the moment, and he was not hitting them. Like, sometimes he was just shooting some crazy stuff, but I'm not saying he's bad. You know, he was hitting sometimes, too. So, you know, he's he's a he's just a shooter for real, but I think – I agree. I think they're overpaying. Then we go back to the Pacers. Extension for Tyrese Halliburton. He is good, but is he a five-year, $260 million player? Um, I guess if you're Indiana and you have a very young player, you might as well just lock him up. I'm get, that's that's what I'm seeing from their organization. Um, You know, Tyrese Halliburton, I think that much money is maybe a little bit exceeding what I would give him, but – I really, I really do like Tyrese Halliburton. Um, like you said, young player, they're just trying to lock him up, you know, keeping the franchise. But that might be a little bit overpaying. But I'm really high on Tyrese Halliburton. You know, he's a shooter. Um, you know, just a great, smart point guard that can yeah. do everything on the on the court. So then we got Desmond Bain, five year, two hundred seven million extension with the Grizzlies. I love that. I love Desmond Bain's game. He has developed. He is a great player. You look to see him get a couple of all-stars in his career with Memphis. Um, I think he's really good. He can shoot the ball. He's getting he's getting better off the dribble. He's really – he's he's big. He's thick. Like, he's strong. And he when he gets down there and he's driving in a lane, bumping guys off of him, that's when you see him at his best. Yeah, I, I got to agree on this one. I mean, like, Desmond Bain, like you said, he's strong. Like, people underrate his, like, strength and stuff because of his wingspan, but – you know he's he's a really strong player, um, and he can obviously shoot that thing, and he's always prone to be able to go for twenty five. Like he can go for twenty five any night. Like he can go get a bucket whenever he needs to. So I don't even want to call him a role player. I think he's better than that. So he's a really really good, I guess, role player. But he's he's yes Whoa. a really good player. That what you're you're are you counting Desmond Bain as a? I I don't think Desmond. I said I, I'm not. I said I'm oh, not. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're throwing that role. I think, I mean, he's not superstar, but he's a star, I'd say. That's what – yeah, I'm saying, like, I don't yeah. want to call him a star, though, because, like, he might be. But, like, I said I, I'm not trying to call him a role player, but I guess that's what I have to use. You, you – I'm looking to see him put some big numbers up the first 25 games when Jaws out. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, especially for those games, he could go for a 30 ball, like, any night, you know? <laughs> so yeah. Then we got Brooke Lopez, uh, two-year, forty-eight million deal with the Bucks. Um, I'm, I knew he was gonna come back. I, I love Brooke Lopez's game. Actually, uh, he developed that shot. He can shoot it. Good rim protector. Good in the pick and roll. Um, good pickup for them. I mean, way to keep him. Yeah, you know, it's just a something that was expected. And I mean, yeah, it's just a <laughs> decent center coming back. Yeah. Uh this is the one I like. Pat Bev with the Sixers. I, I wanted it a couple years ago. Um, I'm happy he's here. Uh, I, you know, those Celtics fans all say you guys are hype over Patrick Beverly, but it's 
It's not we don't we know he's not going to come out and score fifteen to twenty points like Chris Porzingis. He's going to be that gritty guy. He's going to be that Philly made guy that's going to come out there. He's going to shut someone up. He's going to play some defense. He's going to get in Joel Embiid's ear. And I just think that's that's a good pickup for the Sixers. I don't think I've ever seen somebody come to Philadelphia more made for Philadelphia sport. <laughs> like him or PJ, him and PJ Tucker on the court at the same time. Like, come on. <laughs> like that's just what he is. You said it in your um on a uh, Twitter. I'm pretty sure, Mister 94 Feet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he plays defense. He hustles. Like I, I mentioned a lot. I love those energy hustle guys, man. Like that was like one of the most like happiest moments I've ever seen that the Sixers, you know, brought somebody to the franchise. I'm so excited to see him play. Um, yeah, he's going to be all up in people's grail playing defense. Like you said, and Joel Embiid's here and he started getting lazy. He's a great, great pickup for the Sixers, especially I think Nick Nurse is going to know how to use him well, too. Yeah. And then we got Austin Reeves, a four-year, $58 million, uh deal with the Lakers. Not much to say on that. He deserves the money. That's a good pickup for the Lakers. Yeah, I love that man, Austin Reeves. He was out there getting a bucket, talking his talk too. Yeah, I love Austin Reeves. Watching him through all the playoffs and stuff, he's definitely a developing player. I think anybody in the league can develop like he does as long as they get the chance. Especially because he's playing with LeBron. You know, you can't even imagine how much basketball he's learned from LeBron James. So, yeah, the Lakers—they had a good offseason. I really like their offseason. Then we got Lamelo Ball, five-year max extension, two sixty mil with the Hornets. I think he's worth the money. He's uh, going to be with a star. He's bringing in the money for the Hornets. P- kids are wearing his shoes. Uh, I think if he can stay healthy, he's good. And it's it's good for the Hornets to lock up that young player like that. Yeah, I love the Hornets team. I think I've mentioned this in one of our um, past episodes. Um, yeah, Lamel Ball is one of my favorite point guards. He's flashy. He's just fun to watch. Um yeah, really good signing for the Hornets. But I got a quick question speaking about, you know, the Lakers and LeBron we just talked about. Do you think LeBron's going to play with Bronny before he retires? Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's like, that's in his goal. Um, there's no – there's a chance Bronny gets drafted in the next two years, and I think LeBron still has like three to four years on him. Yeah, I think it's going to be like really cool like that's because that's never been done before. So yeah, like, that, that that is going to be wild. <laughs> like imagine Bronny throwing his dad a lob in a game or something. Like that's crazy. That's really crazy. How do you think uh, Bronny would do at USC? I think he'd do pretty good. I'm I'm excited um, uh, for Bronny at USC. Um, I forget the point guard's name. I think his name's uh, Boogie. I forget some. Boogie, no. I, I, forget, I forget his name, but uh, he was uh, – a really good uh, experienced guard over there at USC. But he did get beat up by Michigan State in the first round. He underperformed yeah. in that game in March Madness. But um, I think he's going to learn a lot from him. And I think Bronny's going to be a quick, you know, one-and-done, two-and-done type player over there at USC. But I think he's going to perform well. Yeah. Now back to the free agency trades. Um, you got Obi Topping on to the Pacers for two second-round picks. I thought Obi Topping played well. I don't know why the Knicks are trading him. Um I know he didn't get um, he didn't get along with Tom Thibodeau, but I think that's because Tom Thibodeau, um, because th- what type of coaching he does, like the same way you have Evan Fournier sitting on the bench and you need scoring, but that's what the Knicks decided to do. Uh, it's a good. I like that for the Pacers. Um, he's athletic; he can shoot the three. So, yeah, he's an athletic guy, and when he gets down to the rim, you know, he's some he can start momentum. I, I'm a big believer in momentum. Uh, especially when he gets, you know, some highlights with them dunks and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
he's definitely a good player that, that I think any team should be excited to have. Then we got Dylan Brooks, uh, four-year, $100 million <laughs> with the Rockets. Uh, so the Rockets just throwing money around this offseason. Dylan Brooks is not even close to a $25 million player. I, although I really do think that he is a good defensive guy. Um, he can shoot the three here. Um, he can hit shots. But I don't know if he's a four, uh, $25 million a year type player. But I Yeah, mean, I agree. Good. I agree completely. Um, I don't think he's worth that. But I do think he's overhated. Like I, I, I yeah, would, for I sure. Like, like I would like to see Dylan Brooks in the Sixers uniform. Like that wouldn't make me mad at all. Like he's a good, really good role player. And when he, yeah. when he was in his prime for like, what, like forty games, when he was, you know, actually able to hit shots and stuff like that. You know, if he can get that back, I mean, he's a really good player for the Rockets. But uh, definitely, definitely overpaid. Yeah, but. Definitely overhated too. Yeah, Russell Westbrook, two year, eight million dollar with the Clippers. Um, wow, four million dollars, and Dylan Brooks is getting paid twenty five million. <laughs> that, that's that's a big difference. I I would have liked to seen the Sixers give him two year, ten million up it. That that's not high at all. I mean, you, Russell Westbrook has his struggles, but you, I mean, you see him in the playoffs. He came to play. Um, geez, that's that's a good contract that the Clippers got him on. Yeah, no matter what, like Russell Westbrook, he's gonna come out there and he's gonna give you a hundred hundred and ten percent energy, hundred ten percent effort every single night. Um, you know, it's honestly just sad how much hate he gets. Like if you see that one video, he got a compliment, he just started smiling like it was crazy. Yeah. Um, uh like yeah, he's no matter what, like I think any team should be happy to have him. And for eight million dollars on two years, like that's crazy. So like yeah, that's a really good, like, able to get him for $4 million a year is very, very good. And, um, that, yeah, like 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 you said, he's just a good player to have. And then we go back to the Raptors, Jalen McDaniels, two-year, $9.3 million. Um, As a Sixers fan, this made me very angry. We trade a second – no, we trade a first-round pick in my T. Stiebel for Daniel McDaniels, and then we don't even sign him back. Um, So we just lost a first-round – and two wing players that can play really good defense. I don't know what in the world we're thinking as a front office after doing that, but that made me very mad to see. Um, so we're just we're just sending picks and just losing two potential three and D players. They can make a three every year once in a while, but they're great defenders and they're both young. So I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, um, I liked both of them, Matisse Dabo and Jalen McDaniels, when they came out there and rebounded and played very good defense. But yeah, like that was it's literally pointless. Like literally it is pointless. There's nothing good that came out of it. You just gave up <laughs> you just gave up picks and gave up players. Like it, that doesn't make any sense at all. But you know, the Sixers gonna do what they're gonna do, I guess. But yeah, I don't understand the point of that. What was if you're not even gonna sign it back, you just wasted yeah. everything that you did. Dante DiFincenzo to the Knicks, four years, fifty million dollars. Back with his old teammates, Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart from Villanova. I think this is a good signing for them. He's another. He's a dude that can score. I think that'll be good. Yeah, um, like you said, um, back with guys from Villanova, good chemistry already. Before they even start the season, they already got good chemistry. Um, Dante DiVincenzo, yeah, like he's just a really good um, above-average player. Not going to say star, not going to say role player, but you know, he's he's a good player. Him and Jalen Brunson are definitely going to cook up over there, too, in New York. So, 
you know, I'm excited to see what they can do. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, three years, $55 million contract extension. Another one that I thought maybe, maybe he would opt out, but he opted in. Um, maybe the Sixers could have got him off the bench. I, I'm a big Jordan Clarkson fan. He's a great scorer, great sixer now on your team. Uh, I think that's a good pickup. I wish this, I really wish the Sixers could have got him. Um, I, I like Jordan Clarkson, um, too, but I'm not that high on him. There's just like, like, he was cooking though. Like I, I can't even hate on him. Like he's he a twenty point scorer off the bench. That's what that's what the Sixers need. I know he's really getting to a bucket, but there's just like I don't know. There's something about him. Like I don't like his like his like demeanor or something. Like I don't know what the right word would be, but yeah. Sometimes I just think his head's a little bit like his his ego is kind of like really big, and I don't like that. Like I like having... well, you also got to look that he, he's only a Jazz, so yeah. So yeah, but I don't I don't. I'm not that high on him, but obviously having a 20-point score off the bench would be very, very, very good. I still yeah. like him, but there's just something something that I don't like. Miles Bridges, uh, $7.9 million with the Hornets as long as he gets past everything. Um, I thought he was a very good high flyer in the league, good power forward. Hopefully um, he – I mean, I don't even know what to say. If, if it's true – like hopefully he doesn't get a chance to play. I don't know. It, it's a hard topic to talk about. Um, just if he can play, that'll be a good pickup for the Hornets. I mean, that's all there is to say, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really to say. Like, yeah, if he can play, it'll be a good pickup. <laughs> like you said, uh, Eric Gordon uh, to sign with his sons. Um, they, he had lots of money. Um, from other teams, but he turned that down to go with a uh, less contract with the Suns. Uh. That's definitely a good bench piece. You see them not have a lot of bench pieces, but for them to bring Aaron Gordon off the bench will help them. Yeah, he's a spot-up shooter for sure, but some people like to say that he's a 3 and D, but he's, like, he's not. Like, some people, yeah. like, he's he doesn't really play, like, defense like that. So A couple years ago, he could have been a 3 yeah, and D. Yeah, that's now. what I'm saying. But right now, he's just a spot-up shooter. Like, I like Aaron Gor- Eric Gordon a lot, but people, like, give him more props than he, like, deserves. But, like, I like him. But he's not a three, and he's just a three. Like, then we got Anthony Edwards, a five-year, two hundred sixty million, um, with the Timberwolves. He's worth the money. He is big time. I think that that dude is a great player, and I can't wait to see his future in the NBA. Yeah, he's a he's a current generation basketball player. Like he's made for this generation. Defense can obviously attack the rim, shoot. He got everything. He got everything that you need. He's fast too. Um. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, just a great sign for the Timberwolves. You know, he's gonna be somebody that's gonna be a star for a while. Yeah, you look to see him get some All NBAs, um, coming up in these next couple of years. And then the last one, uh, it's the it's the talk around the NBA. Damian Lillard requests a trade, but only wants to go to the Heat. There's some speculations that if he gets traded to another team, he won't arrive. What do you think about that? Like. It's just, it's just crazy. Like, I'm just excited to see when stuff really starts happening. But, I mean, obviously, this is the biggest talk in the NBA right now. Like, where's Damian yeah. Lillard going? Obviously, the Sixers are in talks. But, I mean, if he's not going to show up, like, like I, I don't know. I don't know if anyone other than the Heat are in talks now because of what he said. But That's what I'm saying. So, like, I, the I'm pretty, I think the Sixers are out as well once they said Tyrese Maxey's untouchable, which I love that they said Tyrese Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy. Tyrese Maxey's, like – I love Tyrese Maxey so much. Yeah. Like they need to keep him. He's he's an energy guy that they need over there in Philly. I I think him and Pat Bev are gonna be. 
you just at the same time, man, I just think they're gonna be yeah, great, great backcourt. But yeah, you know, Damian Lillard, I didn't think he was like that. It kinda got me mad when he was saying that because obviously I want Damian Lillard, but go ahead and stick with the heat, bro, because we gonna Sixers coming for the chip this year and they're gonna beat him in the playoffs. Let's get it. Yeah, it's it was definitely I didn't expect to hear that from Damian Lillard, so that that shocked me a little bit. That yeah, like I don't know, I didn't think he was like that. He was a type but, of player like that. Yeah. Well, that pretty much rounds up the free agency talk. Uh, busy off season. You look to see a couple more moves that we'll talk about on later podcasts. Thank you guys for the 